Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Stages, the podcast that bridges the generational gap between baby boomers, millennials, and everybody in between. I am Mary. I am a boomer. I'm Lorena. I'm a millennial. And I'm Zach. I, too, am a millennial. And today on Stages Podcast, we're talking about a hot piece of news that's come out, which is Norway makes it illegal for influencers to retouch social media posts without declaring that they've done so, uh, which I think is a really interesting topic. Mary sent it to Zach and I earlier today. And yeah, I'm just curious. What are y'all's thoughts? Wow. Um, I am so curious about this too. I, I saw it and I was definitely sent it out to you guys. It's interesting. And I think it's, I think it's uh something important and i think i'm glad that norway is kicking this off mm -hmm. what do you think zach yeah i'm i'm in the same boat too i mean i think uh social media and instagram in particular is really responsible for creating a lot of images like uh, negative images that women have i mean women in particular but also men about body image, self-worth, body positivity. And, you know, there's been a little bit of like a movement to kind of go away from this. Like we have more like plus size models and stuff like that. But the reality is, I mean, people are looking at Photoshopped images, you know, and comparing it to their own lives. And I think that this really does have a negative effect on people's mental health. Um, I've seen it. Uh, and uh, the article is pretty interesting. I mean, it looks like, I mean, they're offering even jail time for people who break this law. Mm -hmm. It's not really clear. I mean, there's there's a lot of things about this that aren't perfectly clear yet. Like, okay, it's specifically about, you know, alterating body shape, you know, your size, your skin, adding abs onto yourself, muscles, stuff like <laughs> that. It's not clear about if it's going to change, you know, if, if you're going to have to state that like, hey, I changed the lighting or like I used a filter in this or something like that. But mm -hmm. it's really just about the body. And I am definitely interested to see how it's going to shake out because I can yeah. see where it could be problematic. But overall, I think this is a good choice. I don't really get it, to be honest. I think that I agree with you that like I don't know how they're possibly going to regulate this because I don't know like I mean there's some photos that I look like amazing in just from an angle or whatever and some that I don't and how could they you know I don't know how they could really put a stamp and say it was because of a filter or because of manipulation like how far can they go to prove that and also, like, how are they going to regulate that? And then also, I think it's, like, punishing a symptom, but, like, not really doing anything for a root cause. Because, like, for me, I think as somebody who posts on social media a lot, and I'm not at all about changing my body to look a certain way. I've never done that. But I think it has to do with, like, my foundation of self-worth as a person and that work or therapy or whatever. And it's like, this is like, here, let's punish a symptom. But that doesn't really change if people are deeply insecure. They're going to see it in real life and find ways to be insecure. And also, it doesn't stop celebrities who have plenty of money 
from just getting plastic surgery if they can't edit something, which is a way, way bigger issue and harder to prove. And I think like that's it just like might actually end up hurting like kind of mid-level influencers. If it's right or wrong, I'm not there to say it's morally right or wrong. Like I don't think any government should, honestly. I don't think I think it's our responsibility to like build love and self-worth human to human and encourage and foster that than punish people who are like obviously deeply insecure and feel a need to change who they are to appear some way online. Like we need to raise our children to have more be empowered by the knowledge to deal with that. Cause I, I think like, and the thing that Mary sent also is Dana Mercer, who she, I really enjoy following her. Her whole thing is like showing how much you can manipulate a body just with angles, right? Like it's opposing angles of influencers and like, and like you, there's so much you can do with lighting and angles, but are they, how can they disclose that? Like I only look this good because I was in this angle and the, it was soft <laughs> sunset lighting and you know, it's just like, where does it end? And like, oh, do I look better because I look better with the turquoise hue and I made the water behind me look more turquoise. You know what I like? It's just there's mm-hmm. such a rabbit hole. How can I don't know. In my opinion, it seems like, yay, empowerment. But is it really? It's just kind of like shaming people who already have somewhat of a problem. And then the other flip side, there's some people who might be like, oh, I'm not insecure at all. I enjoy the artistry of editing. And like, I guess that's an art in itself. You know, people who are full time Photoshop editors And then it's like, we only have this on social media because of Hollywood. (laughs) And like, Mm -hmm. you believe that like they might make this punishment on Instagram, but they can't stop all these major label artists from having their, literally their bodies are edited through video, through their music videos to be smaller, to be different. Like, it's just so, to me, it seems like, okay, that would have been great to do 50 years ago, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. like, we're a little too far gone now. So something else has got to like get to the root. I don't know. It seems to me like wasted effort towards something that probably is not going to do anything because people are always going to find a way around it. And it's like a deeper issue of the heart. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That's my opinion <laughs> of it all. It's I, I think it's a great debate on both yeah. sides, actually, because I totally see your point and I totally see what you're saying. Um, and uh, I'm a photographer, so I know about lighting and angles and, um, I, I would think, and in the article, they did state that if they were going to look at, um, like if saturation and lighting are, you know, an issue with that, which I would say absolutely not because mm-hmm. lighting is what photography is all about. And even in a sunset, you want the best lighting for a sunset. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, I mean, I guess it depends on how far it goes. Um, just like the fact that, I mean, not everybody, I believe, photoshops and edits. I mean, there are people that are that are like, in shape and they should be proud of, you know, that they're in shape and they do things, but it's when it goes to extreme is when I have 
a little bit of a problem with that. Um, and also, like, at some point, it's okay. Like, you don't always have to be in a bikini. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there can be, you can be a beautiful woman and, like, wear, like, something that is more, you know, fitting for your lifestyle or, you know, your body shape or, or things like that. Yeah. So, uh, but, but I just, agree with you, I don't Lorena. Know. Yeah. About, um, you know, the plastic surgery and so where, how do you monitor? That's my question. I think it's up to us. Like, you know, if we follow these influencers and we're liking and obsessed with them, like, yeah, that just breeds more of that. But if we gravitate and put our focus in our one, our one human personal preference towards more real accounts, then they're going to flourish. I don't think it's really fair. Like, I don't know, because if if there's women out there that wearing a bikini every day makes them feel good, I don't know. It's not the same for me, but they probably, if they were doing yoga and meditating every day, it might make them feel like shit. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? I can't say that there's like a one size fits all. And to me, it just seems like, like they would be better off putting whatever money and resources, I think, towards something like that, towards making sure that there's like therapists going in or like something with young, a impressionable girls to arm them with the knowledge of why people look that way. Like, I feel like I know so much about social media because of my profession and I'm armed with so much information mm -hmm. about algorithms, about the artistry of photo editing and things like that, that the average person doesn't know. So if we could empower the average person to have that knowledge, which there are accounts like Dana Mercer, who's out there really doing that. She is just mm -hmm. like blazing a path about it. Then, I mean, if they could put their resources into more empowering, I think naturally as a society, then people might not be as interested and obsessed with this like, impossible beauty standard right Absolutely. So I'm just like, what's the point of those resources you know what I mean when there's so many other that would have like really positive and rippling effects instead of disempowering people who for years have built you know whatever following business they have on being their fake self I don't know I like at the end of the day they put work into it whether I agree with it or not it's not really I think it's a little bit disempowering to those people. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I think like a couple, a couple of things to look at here. I mean, like, so for example, you mentioned that like for you, uh, you can like, you can kind of see past a lot of this stuff because your profession is very heavily social media based. And so you can look at something like this and, you know, you, you can see an altered photo, like you have the eye to see an altered photo. Um, but the thing to keep in mind is that, I mean, a lot of people who are using these platforms are teenagers, you know, and they're the ones who are very impressionable. I mean, like the thing to keep in mind is that the people that these are targeting are influencers, which means that they are considered leaders, which means that they are supposed to be held to 
a higher standard of like how they present themselves and how they influence people that are a part of this society. Now, your point about like, should we not focus, you know, should, shouldn't we be focusing more on like empowering people, individuals and helping them understand that like, you know, that their body issues are valid and, you know, look at that a different way. I totally agree with that. Um, my, and the thing is, we're looking at one news article. I mean, we don't know what Norway is doing that could be empowering people. My, my guess is that, you know, Norway and a lot of other kind of like northern European countries generally tends to be ahead of the flock in terms of how they're handling social issues like this. And so they could be doing some stuff that we're not aware of. This could, this could just be one thing. Um, I think that criminalizing it is probably a little too intense, but I mean, it, it's, it's gone very far. Uh, I mean, like, will it start encouraging some people the opposite direction, you know, and that they're going to start getting like plastic surgery and things like that? Maybe so. I mean, I don't well, know. That, but that is already fact. I mean, that's not maybe like people get plastic surgery literally for social media. Yeah. Plenty of people. No, that's like, true. That's it's a true. whole other thing. Like you can't say that does. It already does. It already. Exists. Yeah. No, you're right. That's that's. I will. And, and do you think lip fillers well, are and here's as popular the thing. as they I mean, are? Like, like, you know, what, like, yeah, you see, like, at least one in five women, probably more in my like area here i feel like has lip fillers you see it you know it immediately and there's if they want to do that that's fine but like they can you know what like i don't know that's the thing for me i'm like people are doing something to their body in person to look a certain way online and if somebody doesn't want to do that in person and instead they want to manipulate themselves to look how they want to look online neither is my cup of tea but it's somebody's I don't know. <laughs> like, so, so the idea is that like, because they're no longer permitted to edit themselves or they can edit themselves, but they have to note that they've edited themselves instead of doing that, they're going to go at they They'll be more likely to get plastic surgery. No, I'm saying, so are those people that have plastic surgery? Shouldn't they note? Oh, I have breast augmentation. Oh, I have lip filler. Oh, I have a haircut. Oh, like, where does it end? You know, where does the disclaimers need to end? I think it would be a lot easier to have people be looking through a disclaimer lens <laughs> than right. to every single person have to tiptoe around everybody else's feelings. And like if teenagers had like a Photoshop class at school, that would probably help them a lot. Go through a curriculum of how these things work or, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know the solution, but I just I really question like what what's what's the purpose? Because as much as they say celebrities, I find it hard to believe that this is really going to be that massive labels with big artists that massive modeling agencies with superstars are going to comply that they won't find some way around it. Yeah, they'll find your, I agree there that they would find some way around it. So like, yeah, how far does it go? How do they mm. monitor this? How do, how do they police it? Um, I can't say one thing, like in the European countries, I don't think people are so body obsessed. Like yeah. when you go to the beaches of Italy and France, I mean, there's like 
like men in speedos that are, uh, the, I mean, and they are, um, you know, they're older guys and they, they just, you know, they're not, they're not in shape, but they look great to me. I mean, they're, they're confidence. You know, it's yeah. the confidence. It's like, you know, this is our body women too, you know, they're, they're wearing bikinis and they're just themselves. And like, most people in European countries on beaches are in like bikinis and speedos. And it's not about looking good. It's about enjoying the day at the beach. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, it's a, it's such a debatable, what we're talking about is so debatable and it can go two different ways. But I yeah. also love the fact, Lorena, that you said a class in that, like a class in like Photoshop and influencers that might be a great way to start. It might be a great way to educate the younger people. Like, you know, Hey, this is what happens. And, and people, you know, they manipulate photos and it could start something where the younger kids are like, why, like, why are people changing themselves to, to I, look like this? And I feel like many of them are like, I feel like Billie Eilish was such a good representation of like wearing baggy clothes, like literally Gen Z gives millennials a hard time for wearing skinny jeans because they're like baggy jeans are in like the younger generations. I feel like are way more smarter, even with their impressionableness than like somebody wants to just like give them credit for. And they mm -hmm. start these little revolutions in their mind and in their heart of like, you guys have been doing this all wrong. We've got new ideas about how it should go. You know what I mean? Like, right. I do think things are over time improving because as a people, like it's being called for, you know, like a Britney Spears for our, was our generation celebrity, right? And we've seen mm -hmm. the trauma, the abuse. It's terrible. Like the Christina Aguilera's, like those were our celebrity idols as kids in the mainstream music. But mm -hmm. now like Olivia Rodrigo, Billie Eilish, like they've really, I think, paved a career and a whole different sensibility that's around like their heart and their soul and what they want to say and like, not bending over backwards to what a bunch of record executives seemingly have told them to do necessarily. And it doesn't revolve around sex, you know, right. like sex overly sexualized. So then I'm like, I know we look at social media all the time and, but at the same time, like, is it worse? I don't know. Because it seems to me like when I talk to my younger cousins who are in high school, they're a lot more armed with like knowing that nothing's real to some extent. <laughs> I don't know. Nice. That's good to hear. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I think people are getting more awareness of it. Mm -hmm. um, but I think overall, we could be overestimating the amount of awareness that there is. Like, that's the point that I want to get at. Is that like, like, there are tons of people who like they see these things and like they don't have the eye to realize like, oh, this is Photoshop. Oh, like this is not what somebody's body actually looks like. I mean, I think, I don't know. I just, so I'd be <sighs> interested for them to have a little more data on it because also in this article you sent me and another one I looked up, there's really no data other than a 2018 study by researchers at the University of Pennsylvania found that social media likely causes depression. 
It doesn't say anything about body dysmorphia, anorexia. I don't know. Like, yes, it causes depression. I agree with that for sure. But is it all one size fits all to do with people? Like, I don't think I follow many influencers F at all that like use Facetune and stuff like that because I've just picked who I like to follow. And when I see stuff like that, I'm like, nah, not for me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just, that's what my only is just like I think everyone has a right to like choose <laughs> what they want to put out there. I don't think it's I don't know. I think we have we have a sickness in our society, and I don't I don't I don't. That's my base level. I don't agree with people photoshopping themselves. I think if the Kardashians stopped doing it, that would be way bigger ripples than like whatever midsize two hundred thousand follower type influencers that they're probably going to go after like they have with sponsorship deals that don't apply to like Dua Lipa's and the Kardashians and all these massive JLo celebrities that literally like make their whole their whole brand like they can't go off it because JLo can't she can't admit that she's had plastic surgery it's like insane because her whole brand revolves around her being like timeless Right. Like at this point, she's like, uh, because she's Latina, she doesn't age, blah, blah. Like she's too far into it. It's too believable. It would shatter too many of her fans that she can't go back. And I know that Norway, like they're not going to be censoring her. There's just no freaking way. She's way too big. <laughs> like, wow. But what, I like, doesn't that at some point for JLo, doesn't that, isn't that hard to carry that around to keep I'm carrying sure. that image? I mean, come on. And it's not to say that she, like she's way hot. She's amazing. Right. I love JLo. Like me I too. love JLo. I, and I think too. that's what bothers me of like, man, like why can't we just all be real? Like why can't you just be real about it? Right. That I would mean, be you- such a better for the soul. Like <laughs> I mean, seriously, just yeah. I mean, we age and like, I think that's a whole part of it is, is people age and we're not perfect. And, and, um, you know, it's actually okay. And I think that's what needs to be more accepted is just like, Hey guys, it's okay to age. Yeah. Like it's, you know, I think she looks amazing. Um, JLo, I, she looks great. She looks amazing. Yes. But you know, we all age. It's just part of it. We can't, we're not all timeless. Unfortunately, it's yes. just the way things are. That's, I totally feel like if we, if somebody came out that everyone adores that just fully embraces who they are, that's more effective than the government telling people what they can and can't do and potentially taking people to jail over it because it might be hurting some kids' minds. Yeah. Like, I think Mm. if a family is really strong and that kid is really bothered and they have a strong parent connection, they can talk to them about it or friend. Like, it's like that community does a lot more to understand that, like, this is a portal into another world that we don't live in. Mm -hmm. I I, that I don't know. So, yeah. 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 It would be ideal if every like young woman had a great mentor like that to say, like, hey, you know what? This is everybody is different. This is what is amazing about you. We all have something wonderful to offer in the world. And, you know, totally right. Mentorship programs. I, that would be, that's such a good idea. Yes. Because I feel like, like as women, it's so, it is so different. It is 
that is that would be huge. It's hard yes. to find good female mentors. I think I that's what we, we should totally start a wave on that because it's <laughs> so important. Because normally, like with women, they all sort of sit around and be like, oh my God, well, that's not real. Well, that's impossible. And mm -hmm. it starts this whole, like, instead of focusing outwardly on something like that, let's start focusing in inwardly on what makes us, each and every one of us, so beautiful on the inside. Totally. Right? Totally. Yeah. And I definitely, I think back to like when I was a teen and it's so true what you said, like about mentorship, like one of my dance teachers at Dana's like that, that teacher was so empowering for me, you know, as a mentor. And then Jill at Oh Look was so empowering for us as teenagers. And then I feel like when I went to New York and like I was in different programs, but I didn't have like a mentor like that. I really mm -hmm. cared about my life and cared about what I was doing and where I was going. And like it took me, I feel like four years in New York till I found it in Renee Riverone, who's a man. And then actually in music, I, I'm like thinking of it and it's like definitely in music, it's been a lot more rare to find a female mentor really to do with any facet of it. But you're, you're so right. Like for me as a teenager, like when Emily Carlo came in and started teaching us at Dana's, like that was a mentor I needed, like for all my, who I was regardless of dance, you know? And that is yeah. like way more powerful than anything else. It's so right. true. Yeah. And it maybe for, I don't know, like mm -hmm. people get it in coaches a lot of times mm -hmm. and, you know, but if you're not into the extracurriculars or something and you're just isolated and you don't have yes. a way to get a mentor, then it can be really difficult if you don't feel like you know what you're, you know, like you get to a certain point as a teenager and it's like, oh, well, if you've never done this before, it's too late to start now. And then you lose that mm -hmm. chance of being a part of a team or something where you might find a mentor to help guide your way. Yeah. That's such a good point. Man, yeah. you got me thinking, Mary. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> it's just, it's so important. I mean, you just don't know how a mentor or mentorship could just like change your whole path. It's so true. Yeah. Man. We're going to have to start the stages, Brave Her mentorship program, I'd say. I'd, say why, I'd <laughs> say why not? I mean, Definitely, if anybody's out there and they're listening and they're like, I feel like I need a mentorship, we can definitely hook you up. Yeah. What can, yeah. Anybody, if you have any ideas, like, Les, I'm feeling this. Like, yes. Yeah. Female mentorship. Yeah. Needed. Yes. I love it. Yeah. No, it's awesome. Let's do it. It's a great idea. Why not? We can hook you up. We'll be there to help. <laughs> Cool. All right. Well, uh, that's something to think about. Uh, yeah, I think uh, you both made some really good points. You definitely got me thinking about it a little deeper than I was before. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I guess all we can do now is sit back and see what happens to these Norwegian influencers. <laughs> I guess we'll have to do another podcast once it's fully been enacted and we see what's happened. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe yeah, we should. Yeah. Sorry, Mary, go ahead. <laughs> like just keeping tabs on it and see like really where it's going and how they're enforcing yeah. it. And if the enforcement really stays. Be interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
All right, y'all. Well, thanks for tuning in. This has been another episode of Stages Podcast. See you next week. Bye.